0: Hey guys, welcome to the newest episode of the Nativist Podcast. To say that I'm stoked about today's guest is an understatement. This guy is definitely one cool dude, and I am lucky, and you are lucky, to be able to hear his story and hear what he has to say. I am here with Brady McLean. Welcome, Brady. Thank you. yeah I'm really really excited to hear all that he has to say. so I will let him give a little bit of a background and then we will go from there so take it away.
1: Thank you, Whitney. so my name is Brady. It's probably uh, probably the most important thing that anybody uh, <laughs> you me on you found me on Instagram um, and I, I mean I guess I don't really know what, uh, as far as context of of who I am, things I do, I ride motorcycles. I like talking to people. I like meeting people, sharing stories, all those things. So a podcast kind of seemed right up the alley. Yeah. As far as as who I am, um, I don't know. I guess I'll let other people decide that.
0: That's a good line. I like that. I really, really like that. So, What I like about Brady's account, and it's easily becoming one of my favorite accounts, so he just infuses it with this sense of sincerity and authenticity. So very inspirational and uplifting, but he's the real deal. He means it. It doesn't come across as trite. It doesn't come across as cheesy. It doesn't, like, he just backs it up. And I think one of the best ways or the reasons for that is – you get vulnerable. You're relatable. You share your story. People can kind of get a feel for you and the man behind the account. So, how hard or easy is it for you to get vulnerable?
1: Um, I think it's I think it's pretty easy now. Uh, I mean, vulnerability by I mean by the by virtue of what it is is um, I guess a a harder thing to do in general. Um you're being vulnerable, you're kind of, you're opening yourself up to uh, potential scrutiny or, I mean, you're, you're basically taking off the flak jacket. So, sure. I mean, I kind of just live my life that way now. And for a while I, I didn't, um, there was a time where I just kind of lived, uh, sort of silently, um, and kind of coming out of that, I just decided I don't want, I really don't want any secrets from anyone. Uh, I think when you, when you have secrets from people, you, i, I mean—you got to hold on to them. You gotta, you gotta kind of carry them on your back, and—and uh, and maybe I'm just not that smart.
0: Um, <laughs> no, it's a lot of work and constantly defend them and protect them. Yeah, and you gotta think all rain, the angles. Oh, you know, yeah. when
1: you're a big fat liar, so. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm just not smart <laughs> enough to do that. And so I thought, man, if I can't be smart, I can at least be. <laughs> <laughs>
0: How liberating is that, though, honestly, when you just oh. realize that and you're like, screw yeah. it, man. I, I'm just going to show the world me. I, yeah.
1: You and I talked just a little bit about uh, doing this. And, you know, we decided you hit me up and I said, let's do it right now. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> you well, stepped up just like right. that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I mean, it kind of allows you to do that. I don't, yeah.
0: have
1: to, I don't ever have to prepare to be myself or represent myself or... Do anything like that, I think wearing your heart on your sleeve is, I mean, it just is what it, it allows you, when you're self-aware and comfortable there, um, you know, I mean, you have a lot more freedom just to be whoever and walk into whatever circle. You kind of know who you are.
0: You really do. And you don't have to cultivate a certain image and prepare that certain image. Exactly. Um, That's powerful. I,
1: I, I don't know if people on this podcast will see me, but I pretty much just look like a hobo. <laughs> no, he,
0: he does not.
1: I, he does I, not. I hope that it? And I proudly, proudly, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: this out. And sometimes I look like a dang dapper Dan, but <laughs> I don't have to pretend to be any. So
0: no, it's cool. I yeah, it's so refreshing. I love meeting people like that who just are themselves. What you see is what you get. So it sounds easy, and it kind of reduces it to just something simple: you just be self-aware, just be vulnerable, be yourself. But it takes a bit to get there and I don't know if you can attest to this um, depending on your personal experience. I know my experience, I've always, that's always been important to me is self-awareness but for you, how do you feel it took you to get from that point of realizing that you wanted to be vulnerable, you know, just yourself and then to get to that point? Because a lot of times you have to face your demons and you have to contend with some pretty gnarly things to get to that point.
1: Yeah question is is at what point did I decide that
0: yeah at what point did you decide that in the process like how how rough was it how long was it
1: um I guess I mean that process was rough for sure uh and it was it was I mean fairly long depending I, I think I can I kind of came to a point in my life where I didn't really have a whole lot of uh, I didn't have a whole lot of desire, or motivation to live for myself, um, and I thought, man, I, like I can at least talk to people about how I feel right now, and someone, and I, I mean, that, that's pretty much what sparked the. I mean, uh, someone's got to feel the way I feel.
0: Yeah.
1: And, and if they feel the way I feel, I'm gonna feel better. You know, I'm. Yeah. I get really it. If maybe I wasn't alone here, and yeah, also, yeah. and then, and then, very quickly, I learned that other people. I uh, definitely felt the way I felt, and we're trying to work through it themselves. And I think a lot of people have a lot of a lot of insecurity um, that 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 weighs them down on a daily basis. And it's like a this maze that they try to get through. They wanna they want to do this, but they don't want to do this. And I guess I I found that I maybe it was just more. I'm not sure that I wasn't insecure or that I'm not insecure, but I'm more aware of it. You know, I'm aware of my insecurities and I'm kind of like, they are what they are. Um, so I was just kind of able to, I guess I was able to share and kind of articulate how I felt. Exactly.
0: Um, and that's, that's an important distinction. Sorry, I sorry for interrupting, but those insecurities don't necessarily go away completely. You can still be insecure and you still have your insecurities. But again, like you're, you acknowledge that and you're comfortable with having insecurities. And it's yeah. not like you're ashamed of sure. them or you try to hide them. Like you just kind of own them. Don't let them own you, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I came to a, I came to a point where, like I said, I didn't have a lot of motivation to live for myself, and I didn't have I, I had a, I'd like to say the sense or the I didn't want to kill myself, right? Or at least I wouldn't,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? Mm-hmm. And so I was like, well, I'm stuck here.
0: Yeah,
1: I don't know when I'm going to die, but my family lives for a really long time, so if I have to <laughs> live in this. This hell that I'm in right now forever. I'll at least just talk about it, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And so I started doing that, and then, and it was just, it was pretty what happened after.
0: Good, good. Well, and you have a pretty powerful account, and I can attest to just how uplifting and inspiring it is. So thank you for that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Um, Okay. So I do want to. I want to dig into some of your posts. I want to hear some elaboration on your end. And sure. I also, before we get started too much more, I want you to talk briefly about your businesses that you're involved with. Businesses? Yeah.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. Um, so, well, I'll catch you up, I guess. Okay. For a while, when I was a young lad, um, I was all about. I was all about. I was all about business building, business captain, captain the industry. I wanted to be a. I wanted to be a suit and tie guy who who ran things. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't really want to be a suit and tie guy, but I wanted to be a suit and tie guy until I didn't have to be anymore. Mm-hmm. And I guess in a funny way, that sort of that's sort of worked out. Um, but I started uh, uh, my business partner and I started a marketing agency and. In 2011, that still functions um, today and, and is really solid. I've got a, a culture apparel brand, uh, kind of focused on motorcycles, called Go Fast, Don't Die. Um, that's kind of been my focus for the last the about for the last 18 months. Um, a couple other things, some some uh, content stuff, some a little bit of real real estate stuff. I mean, Wow. A few things. Honestly I, I got the ball out a lot of what's that?
0: That's pretty impressive. That's a range.
1: It is a range. I mean I, I was we kind of just dove in, we wanted to do everything, and there was a time where I was ambitious and, and that's what I wanted, or at least what I thought I wanted. And so I just said yes to everything. They said, Man, if we can let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. I was ready to work, you know, like yeah. whatever. And then and then there was a time where I didn't want to do any of it. Yeah. And so I
0: can understand that.
1: Honestly, yeah. You already you already got your hand in the cookie jar kind of thing for yeah. a lot of these things. So a lot of them still exist um, in s- some of the some of the things that I've done or am involved in are just kind of sitting there.
0: Okay. And,
1: and some are thriving and rocking and rolling. So it is cool.
0: That is cool, and yeah, very diversified. Awesome. Okay, so I want to talk more about that. So we'll table that for a second. First post. Yeah that I want to ask you about. So here's a line from that. This is a quote from you. You, me, and the others reading this, we're all headed for the same end. The details of how we get there is what differentiates us. I really like that it just captures that. We're all gonna die eventually, right? Yeah. The details are gonna differ. So kind of, do you want to elaborate on that? Kind of what your reasoning was behind that post? Anything more you want to say about that?
1: Um. Yeah, I mean, I think <laughs> I get messages all the time, or I get I get people. Talk, I mean, messages or people telling me whatever uh, about my lifestyle and what I'm doing, and people get upset that I stand up on motorcycles, and people get upset that about this or that. Um, and I just tell them, like, we, you know, we're you're gonna die, I'm gonna die. Um, not that you should go and be and be reckless and foolish necessarily. And I have this argument with a friend of mine who is, is a very wise friend. But, um, you know, I think you should you should live your life. You shouldn't hesitate because of safety. We've got a shirt that says it, it says safety second. We also have a shirt with a – actually, the shirt I'm wearing says uh, – I don't know. What does it say on that? Uh,
0: Let's see. Come closer. No one gets out alive.
1: No one gets out alive, thank you. No one yeah. gets out of line Live accordingly. Yeah. So, yeah, so I mean, it, it, it's basically just that. Like, wh- what post was that? What was the photo?
0: I'm trying to remember. I have them all saved. I'd have to pull it up.
1: I'll try to remember where my mindset was then.
0: Let me pull it up. Let me pull it up. So many posts. I just, like, <laughs> bookmarked all of them. Hold on, hold on. Um, nope, not that one. Nope, not that one. Brady. Nope, not that one. <laughs> I don't remember.
1: That's all good. I mean, that's pretty much the space I live in. It's just kind of like, I, no one knows uh, when their time's up. Yeah. Time. The It's the commodity that, uh, you know, We can't count, we don't know how much is in the bank. Um, And we all get to spend it. We all have to spend it. We don't really get to save it up. And I think a lot of people kind of live their life like, uh, I mean, it's so backwards to me at least. And maybe I've got this backwards, but until I see it that way I'll keep doing what I'm doing. But I think people think you can save up your time and you can be safe and eventually die. I mean, I don't know what they think. Like you can live forever or or that their time's not coming, but they, they save it. And they, they go to work every day and you know, they come home and they make dinner and they go to bed and they kind of do their thing. And there is 100% Whitney, nothing wrong with that whatsoever. If you are 100% good with dying like that.
0: Right, right.
1: Right. So you have to be okay with that. Yeah. I have no problem with anybody living, you should live your life the way you want to live your life, the way you really believe that it's best, and that's really what I try to do, and I try to, I mean, the ethos behind that post is, is, you know, when they're, when they're at the end, and when I'm at the end, I'm going to look back, and I'm going to go, I did this, and this, and this, I lived this way, I existed in this way, and in the age of social media, we can really look back and know exactly what we did on every single day for a lot of us, right, because so we're posting true. somewhere on Instagram, yeah. or wherever it may be, yeah, and um I can look back and go, Yeah, time well spent.
0: Yeah. And by and the I, way,
1: I think oh, some sorry. people may look back and go, Damn. You know?
0: Yeah. Right, that. right. No, but that's that's such a an important point too, is that people think that they can just bank their time and go about their lives, work their jobs, and then like live their life later on when they're retired or whatever. Life is not guaranteed. Your time is not guaranteed. You don't know what the next day is going to bring. It's terrifying. And it's, you hear all the time. So you kind of become numb to that and like immune to kind of just the gravity of it, but truly. And sometimes you get rattled out of that when somebody dies, somebody close to you dies and that really kind of shakes your world. And then that really drives that point home. And then it's easy to forget it though. So you just kind of get lulled into that false sense of security. But man, it's it's so true. You never know what the next day is going to bring. Okay, so kind of <clears throat> in line with that, uh, your next quote. So if your life was a movie, would you be on the edge of your seat watching with excitement and in anticipation at what's going to happen next? And then I really like this part. Everyone's life is different and everyone likes different movies. But if you just can't wait to get out of the theater, I'd say it's time for a plot twist. And I really like, so I like the whole sentiment behind that. I like how you want to, like, you to reevaluate your life and see kind of what you're doing with it. Um, is it captivating enough for you? It's your life. You're in control of it completely. But then I like how you know everyone's life is different and everyone likes different movies. So my movie isn't going to be the same as your movie. To each their own. And you kind of have to just own that and not compare. So is there... Anything that you would want to say about that? And oh, so you ended it with, if you could choose a movie to be your life, what movie would you choose? Did you choose Fight Club? Because there was hashtag Fight Club. Is that movie? <laughs>
1: I probably chose Fight Club at the, in that movie, yeah.
0: Gotcha. What would, like in this moment, what would you say?
1: What movie would I want to be my life or yeah. what movie is
0: my life? Both. I want to hear both. Oh,
1: my life right now. I mean, so the funny thing about that is, I don't watch that many movies. <laughs> I like, I'm, I do. I really don't remember the last time I went to the theater. I'm pretty Fair sure enough. it was. I, I actually think we had this discussion not long ago. I think it was Star Wars. A couple Star Wars' ago. Nice. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, I I'm not sure really what what movie I'd be in right now. Um,
0: Action movie? What genre?
1: It'd be a drama. Yeah, it'd be a drama.
0: It would be okay, cool.
1: Yeah, I mean but I don't know. I spend I spend quite a bit of time by myself, um, alone with my thoughts. Um, I mean I got I have I have great friends and I have good people around me. I mean I, I kinda right now I'm in this transition of uh, deciding where to go. I kind of stopped doing, I stopped doing a lot of things so that I could just be on the road and, uh, kind of just, you could, most people would call it soul searching. I think I was just, just, uh, moving around. Yeah. Um, and now kind of in this season of settling and not, not necessarily settling, but deciding what's next or how to approach what's next. And, uh, I don't know when you come out, I think when you come out of a, I don't know, I, whatever movie I would be, I would be in this transitional phase, for sure, this transitional period of, like, um, come, coming away from a certain identity and re-entering. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the Shawshank Redemption, maybe.
0: Okay, yeah.
1: Maybe Shawshank Redemption.
0: I've never seen it, but I, it's on my list.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah, you better see it. <laughs>
0: Especially because so, I can relate to everything that you just said about being in that transitional phase, absolutely, 100% right there with you. Yeah. So now you gotta see Shawshank,
1: okay. Yeah, I think I mean that actually is a that's a horrible uh co- horrible analogy or, or a movie to choose because the guy that I'm talking about, I'm pretty sure hung himself. Oh. Um, and I'm not gonna hang him myself.
0: Please don't.
1: <laughs> he, he he kinda finds this home um in prison and he's kind of the man there, and he kinda knows how things work, he kinda knows how things uh things roll and he gets out and he's trying to come back into society and back into this thing that uh, he's pretty unfamiliar with at at this point because he's kind of gotten used to this other other deal Um, and it's just strange to him, you know? So Mm -hmm. I think that's kind of where I'm at.
0: So are you talking about just in a transitional phase in your life, like all over, just across the board generally?
1: Yeah, it's like, I mean, it's sort of like coming home. I, I don't uh, I don't hate being home as much. There was, for a while, um, you know, this summer was the first time that I was, I, I felt home and happy. Like, I, I actually felt like home was home for a while. And, um, so, yeah, it's kind of coming home and being like, okay, this is going to be home. I, I didn't know that. I wasn't sure.
0: So, speaking of your home, in one of your previous posts you had talked about how growing up Sometimes there was judgment, whispers, all of that good stuff. How was that growing up? So you grew up in Sheridan, right? I did, yeah. So what yeah. was your upbringing like? What was growing up like in that community, in that town? What's it like now? Has it changed at all? Or is it more you who's changed? Or both?
1: Um, you know, I think i uh, you know obviously I've changed for sure but I, I don't think I've changed too much I, I'm not sure that the town has really changed too much um, I as far as upbringing my parents are amazing
0: good I love hearing
1: I, that. I have the most amazing parents my, my dad I'm proud of every single day my mom I love to death oh, that's she got good tattoo mom tattoo got that, tattoo. Tattoo oh, got that yeah. for mother's day
0: nice Just last mother's day
1: she was not happy <laughs> <laughs> Threatened it like every Mother's Day.
0: That's happening.
1: Mother's Day always on a Sunday? Is that
0: a. I feel like, yeah, yeah.
1: I think that's it. So every yeah. time I'd be like, oh, it's Mother's Day. I got to get a tattoo. <laughs> it always be close. So finally I had enough connections that I was like, somebody's going to come and tattoo me. Yes. And the guy who did it was an apprentice and he's like, I've never really done one of these without. I'm like, dude, just M O M. You can do it. Yeah, he, I believe in you. Like, I was like, you got to color the heart. You gotta yeah. To yeah. Yeah. Like, do color. He's like, I'm not allowed to do color. <laughs> I'm like, dude, it's for my mom.
0: I love how you have full faith in him. You're like, no, you got this. Let's just do it. Like, it my needs mom, to happen.
1: <laughs> for my mother, it's Mother's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Go to the <this> cigarette. Right?
0: <laughs> Step up, bro. Make yeah. it happen.
1: <laughs> so yeah, my, my upbringing, <laughs> oh, my upbringing was incredible, but I definitely <laughs> was. Um, I asked a lot of questions. I ask a lot of questions that some people just don't, you know, they don't, uh, they don't want to be asked that. Oh, yeah. And I yeah. definitely did in, in a, you know, my mom, and this is what's so amazing about my mom is she decided to raise me based on what she thought was best instead of what everybody told her. And, um, some of my family was very much a yes or yes, ma'am. If I tell you to do it, you're going to do it. My dad was a little bit like that. He would often use because I'm the dad for his reasoning. Mm-hmm. I just thought that was tyrannical and, yeah. and horrible like, because I'm the dad, we should be able to have a debate about
0: right, it. Somehow. Right. Right.
1: It's You light of
0: reasoning. Let's hear it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So my mom would, my mom would actually play to that. She would have those conversations. She, really? she would take a long route to, you know, to our, to our compromises or to our, our conversations or debates and that kind of thing, which was great. Really, yeah, really good. Yeah. Uh, but I asked those questions to everybody and I challenged everything. So my teachers even, teachers in school either loved me or hated me kind of thing. And if they, if they didn't like the way I did it and they wanted me to shut up, then they hated me because I was not going to be quiet. Right. Um, and I was probably going to outsmart them in some way.
0: Right.
1: So some so horror nice. stories there, but I had yeah. a, I had a great upbringing. I was definitely a rebellious kid, but I was, uh, I was never reckless. I wasn't, I wasn't just, I didn't just abandon, um, you know, values. I just questioned everything. I, I rode that edge.
0: Yeah. Okay. So growing up, who do you think is, or was the most influential person in your life? Or do you have one?
1: I mean, I would, I would give that my mom. Fair enough. Yeah. She just let, you know, she, she basically gave me rope. Yeah. She, um, she let me go and make, make mistakes she let me go and and test things out and and get in hot water do all those things and I kind of and she loved me through it you know even the bad days and the hard times and all that she just loved me through it and she taught me how to love people and I feel like that's a big part of who I am a big part of what drives me so yeah mama gets that one
0: good for her that has to be tough I mean I'm not a mom so I can I respect though how hard that would be letting your kid make mistakes yeah. and kind of just loving from afar. Yeah. Oh, that can't I, be easy. Uh,
1: we owned we owned a gym in Reno um, for a while and I go out to Reno and I went I went out to Reno and I spent some time. I lived in a a friend's house and I just stayed in the in the living room and they had a child's name is Bub. And <laughs> oh my gosh. I got to see just what a what a loving mother. And like, what a, I mean, what a loving set of parents were, but just a loving mother. She was just yeah. with them all the time, just made it home. It was just awesome. And I, I definitely gained respect for mothers at that time. You yeah. guys, you guys, but if anyone's listening who is a mother, you guys are thugs. You guys are really,
0: though, so. really, though, really, though, a lot of respect. I bow down to moms. It's not easy. Okay, moving on to the next quote. So you have practiced martial arts. Do you still?
1: I do. Yeah.
0: Right on. Okay.
1: And after, and after I talk to you.
0: Yeah.
1: Go choke people.
0: Yeah. Nice. So how long have you been doing that? Um.
1: Good question. Uh, I think about nine years. Okay. Yeah.
0: And what got you into that?
1: Um. Well, we started going to, um, let's see. I actually got really there's a friend of mine. He got into some trouble. Um, he wasn't even really a friend at the time. Um, he was just kind of an acquaintance, a kid I knew, but I, I knew that I liked him and he got into some trouble. Um, and he was living in a house where I knew they were selling drugs. And I knew that, and he was clean and he was cleaning up and he was, you know, taking care of himself and he was training. Um, He's an MMA fighter and he was training every day and working hard and and working hard towards that. Well, I knew that this house um, was a bad place for him to be. And we were just, I was getting into, at that time I was losing weight. At one point I was about 60 pounds heavier than I am right now. And I was in this this phase of losing weight, getting really into fitness and excited about fitness. Um, and he was training and I was like, Hey man, maybe I can offer you some help on the fitness side of things. And maybe you can teach me a few things on the MMA side of things. Yeah. And so we got together and I told him, man, you need to move out of the house. You got to get out of there. Things are going to go down and it doesn't, he's got tattoos everywhere. Like it doesn't matter if you're clean or not. You're going to go down with the ship.
0: Yeah, I was yeah. like, I want
1: you to get out of there
0: Yeah.
1: and go anywhere. He's like, I got nowhere to go. And I said, well, move in with me. That's cool. For, until you, until you find out until you find a place. And so the the idea was a couple weeks or a month, and a couple years later, um, he he finally got a got a, he finally bought a, he bought a uh, camper and left to go train at another gym. Wow. So anyway, he was a, a great couple friend. Of years later, started,
0: that's a good friend. That's a good friend.
1: Yeah, and I tra- I started training with him, and he's uh, two fifteen, six foot four, big wrestler, wow. solid fighter. So anyway, I started fighting. That and I, I mean, I really enjoy fighting. I really enjoy the battle. I enjoy yeah. the the challenge of it.
0: Yeah. So speaking of the challenge, there's a mental challenge there as well, right?
1: It's it's mostly mental challenge. I
0: yeah, I believe it.
1: Like I said, we had a we had a CrossFit gym, um and I when I got in the everything I do, I go, I do not dip my toes in like all in. I'm on the diving board, like I don't know what's in there. But <laughs> And I'm all the way to the
0: bottom. So when I got
1: to CrossFit, I went and got my um, level one certificate, got owned a gym within like four months of starting CrossFit. You do
0: go all in. Wow.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I went bananas. I don't know.
0: Wow. Okay. That's impressive. Um, And speaking of impressive, here's a quote from him, from Brady, um, talking about the mental battle battle but on these mats as well as in life you can choose to lay down to your excuses and forfeit your potential or you can choose to overcome and outwork your demons if there was ever a fight worth your blood sweat and tears and teeth it is that one it is overcoming the fear of living to your potential love this last part thank god for nights that nearly kill us these are the nights we realize what it is to be alive so many different Angles I want to pursue with this. Okay, so first of all, definitely the mental struggle on the mat in life with every endeavor, right? And choosing to overcome your demons. So, yeah, you can choose to overcome and outwork outwork your demons. Everybody has demons. So it's up to you to have the courage to face them and to deal with them and grapple with them. That's the only way that you're going to break free. The only way that you're going to have freedom. Um, and then also overcoming the fear of living to your potential. So that one absolutely resonates with me. And that's something that's kind of been a theme of my life. I just find myself kind of tending to sometimes run from success or potential or kind of self sabotage, not on a, not to a high degree, but on some degree, and so I think a lot of people do that too. Sometimes they're comfortable with the discomfort. They're comfortable with the drama. They're comfortable with disappointment. They're, they're not comfortable being successful or being happy because I feel like a lot of people feel like the other shoe is going to drop. They're constantly anxious. When is the bottom going to fall out? When is this going to end? And so sometimes I think that's what causes people to self-sabotage, kind of just expedite that ending that they're anticipating anyways if that makes sense so can you relate to that at all like you hear that quote your biggest fear isn't that you're inadequate it's that you're powerful beyond measure does that resonate with you oh yeah i mean um yeah it's, it's it's huge and it's so true and i think when you actually
1: everyone's heard that quote yeah i remember hearing it i was going I, I remember hearing it and not understanding it whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But That's not, no, Gear is totally going to be adequate.
0: Right, right. And that I'm, makes sense. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm not scared that I'm powerful <laughs> beyond nature. Yeah. Most of us are, we are, we're, I, I heard a quote, and I don't remember the exact quote, but it, it was basically saying that most people would rather be um, comfortable in dissatisfaction. Yes. Then, then, basically, the risk of failure to maybe be happy. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's that's just not me. One hundred percent. I would not rather sit in the comfort of dissatisfaction. Never, no, thank you. Bow out. I'm out of there. No way. So, um, I mean, I th- I think that's it. And and you know, ask anyone. You could ask me, or I could ask you. Are you doing your best to be? to be the best you that you can be. yeah. And anybody who says yes, I think just isn't aware of their potential. They, they're not aware because man, I cannot even imagine even spending a day being my absolute best is putting in so much work. It's waking up earlier. It's eating the right thing. It's thinking the right thoughts. It's meditating on the right, the right pieces. It's keeping the rice. Right, I mean, there's, there's so much, to go into being the best you that you can be. And it's amazing that we all, we all know what those things are. A lot of us, we're not even that unaware of the path some of, some of us are, but some of us know, and we still choose
0: not to. So true. And there is a lot, yeah, there's a, there is a lot that goes into that. And the choice is up to you. It's completely up to you.
1: Yeah. And even, and I, I really think even the best of us, even the, the Olympians, the, the, the top of their their uh, discipline, whatever it may be, even they fail to be their best. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even the, they, they'll will they'll, they'll, they'll go a little less hard. You know, they'll they'll sweat, and it's. I mean, I think that's where that, that that's where that quote really really resonates. We don't. We're usually comfortable being the best around. You know, like when we're the best, um, and I have this—I have this issue. And that this was a huge stalling point in, in my Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu career. Is I got to be where I was the best um, in the at least regionally. Mm-hmm. I was the best. I was winning every tournament. I was winning everything. No one was beating me in the gym. That kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got comfortable there. I went, and I—I I traveled and I wanted more challenge. I wanted to continue to grow. Um, but once I realized that there wasn't much more of a challenge, I got bored with it basically. Um, and I think, I mean, I think that's usually where a lot of people stop. They stop even the most motivated people. You go to a gym and a lot of people stop when they're on top and they'll kind of maintain that position, but they'll shoot to the top Yeah. and then they'll be like, okay, I'm good.
0: Yeah. And just fighting that urge of complacency. And I love that quote. If you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. uh, Yeah, I love just that thought of constantly pushing yourself and being okay with not being the smartest or the most accomplished or the best jujitsu, whatever it is, that's how you're going to be better and just having kind of a respect for the process and a comfort in the discomfort. And then, yeah, thank God for the nights that nearly kill us. These are the nights we realize what it is to be alive. We've all had some dark nights, but those are the nights that really help us see what it is to be alive and just really, compared with those high points, really help us just be human and experience the full human experience. So that's pretty powerful, so thank you for sharing that. Okay, are you ready for some questions? Okay. Let's get going. So the first one is, I don't think we'll get to all of them because there are so many questions I want to ask. Okay, so number one, what revs you up? What gets you excited?
1: Revs me up. Um, uh, I've recently learned the word empath. Are you familiar with that word?
0: Yes, yes.
1: So honestly, I get revved up when other people are revved up. If they're excited about something, I'm excited about it. Um, so I mean, I I feed off people's energy. I get I get revved up about that. I also get revved up when I'm challenged, for sure. Anytime that I you know someone says, "I'm going to beat you at this," or "You can't do this," those things, you know, those challenges are very very motivating to me.
0: Yeah, I like that. What interests you about people?
1: Oh, man. so many things that that interest me about people, but what's really interesting to me, especially in the last two years, um, is what people do when they're
0: alone. Oh, yeah.
1: And that's something, you know, before the last three years, I did never really care to be alone. I really didn't want to, I always wanted an audience. I always wanted people around. I wanted people to entertain. I didn't didn't enjoy being alone. And then I spent a lot, a lot, a lot of time alone. Um, And when you're alone like that, you kind of deconstruct and you figure out what your thing really is. And so I'm always intrigued about what people choose to do in their spare time, in their time that's just for them. People do the weirdest things and the coolest things. You know, some people are are poets. Some people are... um, have a few friends who call themselves witches.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, You know, that's interesting. Yeah. Uh, Some people do music. Some people make uh, paper airplanes or, or, you know, crazy wood stick airplanes. I don't know. People do weird things. Yeah, Yeah, they do. It's fascinating to me what people choose to do when they're just alone. And I think that that can tell you a lot about someone. You can you can go into someone's house and go in that room that they don't really want you to go in. Yeah, uh, you know that's it's either too messy or it's got something private or whatever it may be, and it'll tell you a lot about them. And I've been I'm uh, blessed enough that I meet people and they're pretty they're usually pretty fast to open up, and they I think they feel that I don't while while I may judge them I don't hate them, you know I, I may I may put them in. In I may categorize them, but I don't. My feelings towards them don't change. You know, I love you, no matter who you are.
0: Yeah.
1: And, uh, and
0: I think people sense that with you, though, because I can sense that with you.
1: Yeah. And I and, that, well, then they'll put yeah. me in that room, right? Yeah. And this is what I'm, I'm like. Oh, it's that's crazy. Okay. Right. And I, Go here. Yeah. I had some wild experiences just being that person and, and meeting people and choosing to say yes and man yeah, I've yeah I've been in some interesting situations just trying to you know just loving people and, and being in their presence.
0: I believe it. that's really good. and you it's pretty revealing just with people, their priorities, what they do in their own time, what it's revealing about their character. gosh, so many things that's a good answer. okay. What are you excited for? Coming up in your life, life in general, what are you excited for? Like any big projects coming up?
1: Oh um, yeah, I mean, there's there are a few things. I'm excited for spring.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> real talk though.
1: Okay, we're headed, we're headed into fall and winter, and right? I my uh, my center is on my motorcycle, and being in Wyoming during this time.
0: For, is oh. Exciting. Yeah, I get that. I get it. It's
1: a, I'm also, you know, I'm I'm also excited for for the winter because things slow down. I play my guitar more. I chill more. I read more. I kind of I kind of cocoon up a little bit, and uh, just really go back to analysis and and you know, looking at. My own journal, like my own, who am I? What is success? All those things, and kind of redefining those things for another year. So, I'm excited for that. It, I I just haven't quite let go of the exciting time, I suppose.
0: Right. So ebbs and flows in life. It's important to have those ebbs. Um, what are you currently reading? Do you have anything that you're reading right now?
1: Uh,
0: yeah.
1: That's Actually, you try to this. This book, Tribe of Tours, have you heard of it? Yes, I
0: love that. Tim Ferriss, I love that book.
1: Gosh, wow. Tim Ferriss, the man, yeah. Who
0: is the man?
1: I've got um, Tools of Titans over there. I, I mean, I, so oh. this, I'm, I'm super, super ADHD. Like, I, I yeah. like bounce around, and you, honestly, I can like listen back to this podcast, and you'll ask a question, and two seconds later, I'm talking about something so far away. <laughs> And so you can answer this, but I, I have a hard time. Like a lot of times reading
0: something and not going into like listening to one sentence or getting caught on one sentence yes. that they said
1: when they're going into, like, it's crazy and I'll continue to read, totally. but in my head I'm somewhere. completely totally.
0: different. Totally. Yep.
1: So this, this book is basically like really small, you know, quick questions and I can kind of read one person.
0: Um, in this Tribe of Mentors book, I can kind of knock out one person and be like, okay, that's cool perspective. Wow. And it's not, they're not right or wrong or exactly.
1: this or that. It's just a perspective. They're exactly. just offering a, a perspective, and I love it. So,
0: absolutely. That's exactly how I feel about it, too. And I love the quotes that he included every so often, like periodically, he'll have like a list of quotes, like he's pondering some solid quotes in there.
1: And I, I do that all, i I try to do that often like I try to share the quotes that I'm kind of stuck on. Yeah. You know or 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 thinking of the one one from today was a is a CS Lewis quote and it basically said uh it said friendship begins when you uh, when you hear something from someone and you go, oh, I thought I was the only one. Yeah. I read that and I go, man, that's that is 100% why I like to be vulnerable and share yeah. everything that goes to, to my thought process or my conclusions. I like to say everything because when people just think a lot of people on Instagram, they're like, especially, um, especially just people, I've become someone that, that there's kind of this community and, a, and a lot of people ask me questions and have conversations and it's not like me up here and them all. It's just this community of people and, and we'll all talk about things. But I've, I've become someone who people kind of come to and ask them. And honestly, maybe just because I respond, sometimes people will come and say, they'll say something like, oh, I, uh, I can't believe you messaged me back. Like, that's what they're, used to. they're right. used to. People
0: just, yeah, completely just disregarding, just not even paying them the respect of a response. Yeah. And so when you do, it throws then, people off as sad as that is.
1: Right, well, it's crazy to me that people wouldn't respond or wouldn't want to respond because they're social on there. You know, they're Mm -hmm. posting photos and thoughts and this and that, but they just want like, "Hey, look at me, see my thing." But then, you know, leave me alone about it. Just like like,
0: you know, that's
1: not that's not me at all. And I think people have come to realize that I, man, I respond to every single one, and I and I'll, I've been up late at night talking to people that I. I have no idea who they are or where they're from. And I, I will probably never see them. And a lot of times that conversation ends and you never talk again. Sure.
0: But, but for that moment there. in time, yeah, you had a connection or you talked.
1: Yeah, we got in depth, yeah. you know. We talked we talked our way through it. Yeah. Anyway, so I think you sharing that allows people to go, oh, like you too you yes, know like this person yes. this person gets
0: it and he's okay yeah yeah totally and just that sense of solidarity or that sense of connection that can be comforting to people or just kind of yeah liberating like oh i'm not the only one no matter whatever the matter at hand is yeah absolutely so what in your life are you grateful didn't work out
1: by virtue of being, by virtue of gratitude for it, it did work out, right? <laughs> sure. I mean, uh, that's, that's tough to say. Um, I've been married, and I'm no longer married. So I had a marriage that quote unquote didn't work out. Um, and to express gratitude toward that failure, does not feel right. That doesn't feel like a, the uh, the way I feel. I'm not. Okay. I, it's hard to say I'm grateful, but I'm definitely grateful for the experiences through it. You know, I mean that's that's who's made me. Who, I would not be talking about this stuff if if that wouldn't happen. It made me really, really, really sad guy for a long time.
0: I can imagine.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I got. Um, I wanted to play in a punk rock band my whole life. So i'm grateful that didn't didn't work out because I, <laughs> I should do all kinds of other things i mean yeah and look where are you are now yeah
0: and all that you have going I, on
1: gratitude I, i've always said perspective not always said i learned this and since that since i've learned the lesson i've said that perspective um breeds gratitude um and gratitude is just a shield of armor i mean gratitude Towards something basically makes it so that it cannot not work out Yeah, it all, it all works out
0: it really does it really does
1: but but by you know common standard yeah I had a marriage I had a marriage that didn't work out and yeah like I said I to express gratitude towards that failure would not be uh, doing my feeling towards a justice but but I'm definitely grateful for what I've learned through it
0: yeah Absolutely. And that's a good perspective, though. I like that if you have gratitude does not mean that it did work out, things work out the way that they're supposed to. You can draw strength from them, draw lessons from them. Sure. What is your favorite self-attribute? My favorite what? Self-attribute. My
1: favorite attribute Sound like a tiny dog. <laughs> Um, I don't know. It's probably the same. Honestly, it's probably almost my least favorite as well. I I care a lot. Yeah. Any time that I, I mean, it's really, really hard for me. And especially like as a, you know, social media is a really interesting thing. But as it grows, I find myself, like I said, I respond to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I find myself spending more and more time responding to people, and it's and sometimes people just want. It's crazy. People are actually satisfied just having you respond. Yeah. They don't really care what you say or or this or that. They just want the response, and then and it it makes them feel like they're they're part of something or that they have a friend. And I I really enjoy that. But like some people will take that to the next step, and they'll be like, Hey, I'm I don't want to use anything specific because I feel terrible for it, but like, someone would be like, I'm doing my hair. And I'm
0: like, sweet. Cool Cool
1: story. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ever see that? What's the the ringer? He's like, Should I wear my shirt up?
0: Or down? Or up? up.
1: Or or possibly. And that's why I like. I feel that with some, sometimes, but I care enough that I, I'm like, oh, that's awesome, you know, and I try to, like, give myself a little pep talk and be like, you know what, they need to talk to somebody, and if they had someone else to talk to, they wouldn't be talking to you.
0: That's so. really kind of you. And a lot of times, yeah, people just want to be acknowledged and heard and on whatever level that is, whether it's just, hey, I'm doing my hair, or hey, here's a shitty day that I had, and they want to vent, and... And people I'm, like you, yeah, about, they like, can hear them out.
1: That's important. About, like, that that venting, that all that, like I'm about that. I'm I'm around for that. It's more just uh, you know, when people don't really have but but really like, you know what, they might have something deeper to talk about. They just can't yet. Right. You know, or they just they're not there, but they that can get I watched this thing the other day. Just, right? <laughs> Do it,
0: I'm right there with you. Go this,
1: for this, it. This deal and this there's a bridge. I don't remember where it was, but there's a bridge that's really popular um, for suicides. People go and jump off this bridge constantly. And I maybe you saw this, I don't know. Like yeah, it's on yeah, yeah. And, and this girl is going around and just putting messages on that bridge, like, hey, you've got meaning in this world. Like this is this won't give you a chance to fix it. You know, just writing these yes. these messages. And, and and she said or on that it said that she's prevented six or eight suicides or something like that. And I imagine those are people that said, I went to go, I was done. I was going to hop off the bridge, be done with it. And I saw this thing and I thought maybe someone gives a shit, you know? Yes. And maybe, and that's, I mean, that's exactly where I go every time. Yeah. I go, maybe this person just needs somebody to care with, with just an emoji, you know, like sweet, you know? And that's where I go. So I'm like, you can't skip it. I yes. got stuff to do. We're like, no, hang on, I gotta just, you know, which is it. That's a balance too. But anyway,
0: it is a balance. So that's
1: my my favorite self attribute is that I, I do genuinely care whether I like it or not.
0: I've noticed that about you. And God, you were commenting on like somebody had written a post. One of my friends had written a post about, or commented on my post about starting her own blog. And you were right there with the encouragement and. That's pretty rare, pretty cool, really cool of you. Um, and there's another, there's another story about this guy who lives near a bridge that's popular for suicides and he just made it a point to constantly like patrol the bridge, that's kind of the wrong word, but he'd always be out there and available for people and he has prevented hundreds if not thousands of suicides just by being there, just by being there for people to talk to. So that's so powerful and then that is a balance though too because sometimes that can be a slippery slope you want to be there for people but sometimes that Can Kind of get into uncharted territories, I guess you could say um, So has it ever reached that point you where you've had to kind of like extricate yourself? Um, or has it never gotten to that point?
1: There's one uh, well actually there have been a few that I'm like, you know, I, I'm here for you, whatever, but I'm not, like, I'm not gonna talk I'm not going to continue a conversation. Yeah. In the context that you're trying to pursue it. I that yeah. way, that kind of thing. But yeah, you're you're uh, I think your <laughs> your friend was saying they wanted to start a, a blog of their own, but they're they were scared to. Yep. And I, th- I think my response, I, I remember, um, so Rachel is a mutual friend, right?
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. And uh, which yeah. I've spent like this much time with Rachel. <laughs> and, yeah, she's so rad. I think she she's, is
0: the raddest.
1: She's the bomb. Shout um, out to Rachel. And, uh, but I, however it worked out, I think she did a, no, yeah, I know she did a uh, podcast with you. Uh-huh. I found you and then I, I went to your your deal and I just saw that. And like, that's I mean, that's how I, I'm like, oh, this person is, I got something for you. You know, yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. my place. Like I'm walking into someone else's house and they're picking up. By the way, some my neighbor came in while I was butt naked <laughs> last night and brought me a package Stop at like 10 o'clock at night. <laughs> like, yeah, hey, I got, like just walked in and I was what? An hour, like, <laughs> what. Yeah, it's was like we. What was I doing? I was doing, but I like went to the kitchen to get a Oh, I went to the kitchen to get water. done training! So I went. I'm like, I gotta drink a thing of water, hydration, right? And I was in the kitchen. And he walks in. And he's like, oh, oh, oh sorry. And he does this. And I'm like, hey. And I was like, oh. And he's like, oh. and he's like I got, I got a package. I was like, yeah, me too. But he's like, Are you know, it's. At night, I'm like, just you know, set it down there, and he's like, oh, okay, okay. He's like, it's really pouring outside.
0: Carries <laughs> on out with the conversation. So how about that rain, huh? <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know that side So now, like, like <laughs> see It's gonna be like, hey, oh, hey, hey, are you good? Not naked. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Just walk in anytime.
0: Yeah. Oh. Which is hilarious, because
1: I, honestly, I probably told him, if ever, <laughs> he just walk in. I probably said that, so.
0: <laughs> He'd take you up on it.
1: <laughs> yeah, let's let's track back. Walked in, this and that. I went to someone's house, start helping with Yeah. Oh, my gosh.
0: Crying.
1: And, and I told her, like, would you rather face the fear or, like, the thing I fear most, which this might be one of your questions, but my biggest fear is regret. You know, I don't want to be at the end of my days, which could be right in ten minutes. By
0: Maybe the even way,
1: um, I don't want to be at the end of my days going, "I should have done that."
0: Yeah,
1: right. And so when I saw that, I was like, "I got to tell her." I got to tell her. Good like, hey.
0: you. thank you for jumping in there.
1: And I think my message was, "Hey, you're gonna die, lady."
0: Yeah, I'm so glad they you said something. So, so do it. Thank you for that. And yeah, just regret what a gut wrenching. Just feeling, that's definitely... Icky. It is, just icky. (laughs) That was my next question. What? What, do you have any regrets?
1: Do I have regrets? Mm -hmm. I... I, I don't know, I don't think so. I mean... You could say that, but it really depends on the way you look at it. In my perspective is win or learn. And, uh, so, no, I mean, I, I regret the future things that I You know, the like things the of the past, things, yeah. they're now lessons. So maybe at the end of my days, it's impossible for me to have regrets because I'll just look back and go, well, it's the way it was supposed to be. Yeah. And that's, that's very possible. But I definitely don't want to look back and go, you know, you lacked the courage to take that step, you, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Do I have any regrets? Um, I wish I would've, uh, I wish I would've hung upside down longer, as so I can be a little
0: bit taller. Ah, <laughs> uh, what a missed opportunity. It. You know, okay, I hung it
1: my arms, so I have this really <laughs> big arms for my body. But if I'd have hung for my legs, I think oh. I would have I'd probably be six foot, which would just be Oh
0: wait, yeah, right there. Dang it. Huh. Well, next time.
1: <laughs> Gotta die with that one.
0: Yeah. So what characteristic do you appreciate in others?
1: Um I definitely appreciate. Uh, com-
0: Say that again. It cut out.
1: Oh yeah. Just turn myself a bit too. Uh, commitment.
0: Oh yeah.
1: I really, 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 really appreciate commitment. Um, you know, when people want to see something through and yeah. they're they're prepared, or even if they're they're not necessarily prepared, or or they set out to do something. And then I think this happens a lot of people set up to do something and then they find out it's harder than they thought it would be. And they go, yeah, never mind. And I love it when people go, Oh, this is way harder than I thought it would be. They take a breath and they they level up. Yes. I really appreciate that. Um, gratitude. Yes. Really appreciate I mean, honestly, ungrateful people, I cannot I can't be around I, I usually get in an argument with them. Which hopefully ends well. Hopefully, you know. Um, but sometimes I just gotta go, man. I'm sorry that you have to live that way. you know. You know, and uh, and and I, and I gotta walk away from it or whatever. That doesn't happen too often. But grateful people, man, I love grateful people. People that just don't take things for granted. They don't think they're, you know, they're they're always a bit more humble, yes. um, even if they're really confident. They have a, a humility that allows me to connect with
0: them well. Sure. And how amazing is it to be around grateful people? They just radiate. Well,
1: it's just it's the, 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 the people way. you want
0: to be around. Yeah, absolutely. And that attracts more of whatever you're wanting. Yeah. Gratitude is the... Grateful is the way to be, for sure. Okay. What triggers you? Grateful I, people?
1: Saw the, <laughs> I saw the question. This is, I, when I scanned through, I was like, what triggers you? trigger (laughs) this triggers me Uh, (laughs) me. Uh, I was trying to think when I saw that question I was like okay what when's the last time like I don't know that I I became outraged